to be honest, when I played, I needed, I needed to play 65 games uh, in a season, so without having, having any rest. Do you like tie games? Well, then you follow the right team. And this all-star broadcasting team is... For episode 129 of Knifey Lion Radio. Ooh, baby, we are the gift. Ooh, yeah, we are the gift. My name is Jonah. King of New Hope Mountain, shouting the gospel from on high. Joining me in the heart of it all, it's Ack. Excuse me? Sack. Oh, hey. <clears throat> hey. Hey. Today, before we talk on-field action, 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 we gotta do some house cleaning are with... Are you in or are you out? We will not spend one moment talking about Wednesday's nightmare draw against the New York Red Bulls. If some other podcast is brave enough to talk about it, then kudos to them and their masochism. We will, however, talk about a more entertaining draw. Saturday night's 1-1 emotional roller coaster versus Orlando City. That's in the FCC. <sighs> These hardworking players deserve some acknowledgement. So we will acknowledge one player. Each. One player. Each. One player. Pause. Each. With our FCC Man. of the week. Doghouse is repaired and ready for an occupant. Let's see who goes inside <laughs> the FCC Doghouse. FCC Doghouse. <laughs> Gerard's gone. So the pressure is on. It's Yap Watch. Kevin, hit me with a minute. Kevin's in the last minute. Potpourri. Folks, unless you were living under a rock, you know Saturday was Ope Out 2021. Nearly 180 of you bought an Ope shirt, and you bought out our entire stock of Ope scarves. Saw a lot of you at the game, and as expected, the Ope Out was timely. To all those who participated, and all of you with a massive case of FOMO, come inside. Come inside the John Hart's Cave of Wonders. Zach, Ope Out, they couldn't get enough of it on the big screen. I know that's right. I'll tell you where they could get enough of it. On Twitter. Mm. Stick! Why do you hate us? Yeah, what the hell? Um, One Ope Out tweet would have really got my juices <clears throat> flowing. Did it hurt your feelings that I, as a family member, a member of this pod, was wearing a plain white t-shirt? <laughs> No, it was a silent protest against the front office. Was it not? Twas. It's Sunday afternoon. Hot as can be. Just shocked the pool. It's getting quite green. We're going to need it. What with this heat and all. Zach, they can't keep you out of the YMCA. Am I right? That's true. Absolutely. Um, Let's get right. (laughs) Seen seen a couple more dicks. He can't get enough. Are you in or are you out? Zach, the summer transfer window. Zach, the summer transfer window. Zach came to a close in MLS with FCC bringing in Florent from New York Red Bulls, satisfying my French quota, and Tyler Blackett from Nottingham Forest. Valon flew back with FCC after sitting on the bench with New York Red Bulls during Wednesday's game. Tyler Blackett, he of Manchester United notoriety. 
Uh, they couldn't have done things without him. Is currently out after an operation near his groinal region. He played for Stom at Reading. Nearly signed last season. Expected to miss three to four weeks. But he's coming home. <laughs> That's what they meant when they said, it's coming home. Blackett to America. Valon! Blackett! Zach! Are these signings going to push us over the top? Hell no. But I think in uh, Valo's 32nd debut. Sure. Played with more fire than I've seen from our entire team, maybe. Looks like we got the better of that. We'll call it the Amaya Valon trade. Happy to see him coming back a few months later. Uh, he did look good in his few minutes. Uh, I'm not sure what he's doing with that facial hair. He's a, he's a handsome man. Got a nice head of hair. Rocking that thin mustache and <laughs> the chin. What do you call that? It's not a goatee because there's a separation. Yeah, it's like the three musketeers. Yeah. Maybe it's just like... The Shakespeare? The, the Cindy Crawford beauty mark. He's like, you know what I look like under this stupid facial hair. I had a great interview with uh, French-speaking Alex Steck where she, she greeted him with a bonjour. I, don't, <laughs> I actually forget what she said. But he was like, oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, but he's here. But also, out, more importantly, oh, yeah. I, I Let me answer my question with what I wrote down. Zach, are these signings going to push over the top? You said no. I'll tell you who doesn't think that was enough. FCC. Jared, or as Bilal would say, FCC. Jared Nijkamp resigned, they say, as general manager Thursday. One day after the end of the transfer window, Jared will go down having made some splashy signings and some total shit signings. There's also been a decent amount of overlap between splashy and shitty. Zach, Jared is gone. What's your big takeaway from the Nijkamp era? Uh, you gotta say it was trash. And, um... I feel like most of his non-misses are just due to uh, we spent more than other teams were willing. So I'm not going to give him too much credit for those. You started with a, I thought you were going to say hubris. I was like, wow. I don't think we've ever uttered that word on this podcast. Lots of hubris from Gerard Nightcamp. What did he bring us? He brought us the Ron Jans era, quickly followed by the Yapstam era. Uh, then, of course, the Mocha Joe era, which we are still deeply entrenched in. Tell you what, Night Camp, he had a way of doing things, and he was like, I'm going to do the exact same fucking thing, but with more money in Cincinnati. And it's been a rousing success. Yeah, I mean, seemed like the more a, I think about like it, a kooky guy, I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on the whole thing. I, Night Camp in? I personally <laughs> think uh, Stam is the bigger problem and probably the easier fix. I don't, did you hear what Stom said? He said he wasn't really happy with the players they brought in, so I guess it's not his fault. Yeah, but <laughs> when I look at the players, there are there's a good team out there, in my opinion. I mean, not eleven, but a good portion of them. If when I look at Vicia, Cameron, Matarita, Kubo, Lucho, Lucho, Barial, you could have you should be able to stick academy players in all the other positions and still get more points than we've got. I think that's a coaching issue. So you would think Gerard's still rooting for FCC because if we succeed with a new coach, he can say, absolutely. I fucking nailed it. Um, but the search is on. What was that last week? You said, everyone was like, <laughs> Jonah, hilarious. <laughs> I got a lot of DMs about that. I don't remember, but is a new GM going to want to come in 
they're going to have to know that Stam's out. Right? Uh, well, apparently he get you know, he would evaluate Stam. I guess if he does amazing, they're not going to fire him. But, you know, you know, you're going to assume, I'm going to assume, I'll take a bet if anyone wants to bet me 100 <clears throat> smackers, the next GM is American. I think if I'm a GM coming in, I look at him and I'm like, he's going to make me look bad. And I'll look like a failure no matter what I do because this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. But you imagine whoever they bring in is going to have more of a leash than Yop Stom because we're not going to want to fire somebody again. And uh, But we'll see who they're bringing in. Like I said, no one knows, but I'm guessing American because apparently Jeff wanted to go domestic last time and they didn't. And he's probably, oh, he's kicking himself. You can't trust those advisors. I heard his number one trusted advisor is grace so grace don't let us down this time pick an american so the teak will be rocking with all the nip knops uh let's move right along <laughs> gerard we will miss you in some sort of way fcc headlines so you're like whoa that wasn't in the rundown i wasn't oh damn Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought I was going to get him. You were wrong. FCC headlines. I have five. I probably have two that are worth saying out loud, but I'll say them all. Zach, did you participate? I have two. I probably have zero that are worth saying out loud. Mm. But... Would you like me to go first then? That Absolutely. Way uh, let's start with a real banger here. This one. This one from the Boston Globe. Do you like apples? Stom screams at fans. Because the Tonga fucking blew it. How do you like them apples? See, because he didn't want to sub anyone. So yeah, no, he did. And the crowd goes wild. Top that. Apples. Yeah, sure. This is from the uh, Connecticut Courier. Reader. No, sure. no, Connecticut Courier. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. It's alliterative. Um, ZZ Top. More like, please, please stop. <laughs> He's got legs and I know how to use them. Quotes Lucho. After ending Nailbiter with a useless nutmeg. <laughs> Timely, because didn't their bassist just die? Yeah, he did. Well, Jonah, do you remember? His lasting memory. The last play of the game was Lucho going for a nutmeg and then just standing still. <laughs> the man is gassed. What can you say, Zach? Did you see the photo after the game? Uh, Joe had one, and then there was, aka 3Def, some official uh, photos. As soon as the whistle blew, we had about six of our guys just laying prone on the grass looking beat yeah a tonga more so <clears throat> sadness but they're tired out there um this headline this is from queen city press one of laurel's headlines he was a rock for us in the first half yop salutes gritty jeff cameron for staying on the pitch after dying in the fifth minute you gotta respect that zach back in his day when people died <laughs> they just kept playing Top that. Yeah, all right. Well, I don't, need to, I don't want to stir up more shit, but I read this. Uh, this was in a You Ain't Lying blog by Nick Marquez. <laughs> Game ends with a score of one to one, which means each team scored one more than Jonah has this season because his wife is ashamed of him and no longer <laughs> loves him. And his kids are ugly. <laughs> they don't do well in school. Oh, I feel, I bet he's calling for the cops for that mom who let their kid on the field. Take her away in cuffs right now. Uh, he was a rock for us in the first half, Zach. Gritty Jeff Cameron. Dead on the field. An actual rock. Uh, this one. 
This is for all my old hip-hop heads. This is from the Source magazine. N.W. Lame. General manager turned music manager Jerry Gerard Heller Nightcamp <laughs> rebrand son as Lil Zam, <laughs> Dutch SoundCloud rapper, immediately misspends his record label advance. <laughs> Heard about that tech? Yeah, that's pretty good. Lil Zam. Yeah. Jerry Heller, that was the NWA's manager, Zach. What's up with Lil Zan? Is he alive? <laughs> He's alive. Uh, you have one more, or was that it? No, I'm sorry. Well, let's take things to the next level. This one is from Sports Illustrated magazine. Nane! <laughs> Orlando Stars' new flowing mane leaves fans craving a sea biscuit. FCC's new GM tells club they could use him as... A new secretariat to answer calls. Ah, <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming. Gave today, you a little but... taste yesterday when I yeah. said he looked like a horse. Nah, nay. <laughs> Fans are craving a sea biscuit. It's like a regular biscuit with extra salt. Mm. Uh, last one from Billboard magazine. <laughs> Not my best work. Can he take us higher? Yap Stap, down to one last breath after another draw, ponders, what's this life for? Instead of Scott Stapp, Zach. <laughs> From Creed. Yeah, I know. What's this life for? Zach, you said you had some chance. <sighs> Just kidding. I can call you Betty. <laughs> Betty, when you call me, you can borrow. <laughs> Just do all the regular lyrics and uh, insert bar. Last night as TT was getting ready to come in, I heard the faint echo of TT. Whoop, whoop, TT. Whoop, whoop. I asked Max, one of the responsible for 90% of the chants. I said, was that my chant last night? He seemed confused. You probably thought it was one of yours, Max. That one's mine. I have so little. It's not exactly a brain buster to me, but... Good for him. You had a chant? No. 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 <laughs> recap! Uh, Orlando City comes to town. Them of Nani fame with the horse hair. Don't you know if you Pato heard Pato fame. Alexander Pato. Was he even on the pine? I believe so. Let's check. I see his article. Brazilian Alexander Pato. Oh, in May, he was out three to six weeks after knee procedure. Well, maybe that was closer to the... Six weeks out of that. <laughs> Ten weeks. It just keeps going and going. Um, but yeah, Orlando comes to town. Starting lineup. Zach, you're not going to believe this. Same as the last two. It's almost like a running gag. I don't know. You know, it's a good starting lineup, but I really thought maybe, just maybe, he'd put one new guy in. I was wrong. You see that? You see he's, he's running the same guys out again? I got to know what you were thinking. I was expecting it, I guess. Uh -huh. Um, mm. but I was thinking these guys are going to be gassed and, uh, <clears throat> boy, were you wrong? I was expecting, I don't know why, maybe some early subs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I do. I was after Vermeer, Peter Vermeer got hurt and then, uh, got subbed out relatively early for when you'd make a second half sub. Maybe I was hoping Stan would use that. Like, well, we actually brought in TT. Yeah, I was. <laughs> With, like, no sense of irony. But for Orlando, Nani on the bench, 
Pato apparently broken in half. Uh, Daryl DK on the bench returning from the Gold Cup. So looking at the lineup, I don't know a lot about Orlando. Maybe it was still a pretty a B plus lineup for them. And I was like, oh, it's not too. I don't know a lot of these guys, and I uh, follow MLS extremely loosely. Can't say I was feeling unconfident, but uh, going in, Zach, do you have any predictions after two zero zero draws in a row? First home win. No, I was expecting a loss. I was pleasantly surprised by how well we played, if you want to call it that. <clears throat> Gave up a couple early chances. As we do. Um, one after Kubo with what we thought would be the worst pass of the game. Uh, <laughs> went straight to Orlando. The guy we've always loved, Vermeer, comes out. Honestly, it's the guy shot. should have done better. <laughs> yeah, Went right at him, but you know... What did he do? He made himself big, I guess, and he blocked it. And then you're you're living on borrowed time. And then my mood up a little bit. And I was like, okay, we survived. We didn't score. I think it was Steck who tweeted before the game, don't get to your seats late because these teams have scored some thousands of goals in the first 15 minutes. Almost true. Uh, but we settled in a little bit after that. I remember in my seat, you get frustrated when you watch things happen. I'm, I'm a Brenner I'm a Brenner apologist, but then I'm also a Brenner hater. I just can't decide. I think it's uh, when he plays good, I like it. When he plays bad, it makes me angry. But the guy, uh, (laughs) we're trying to force the long balls to him. He doesn't always make the run, or he does make the run, and the ball is 30 yards ahead. We just can't seem to figure out how to use this guy before his goal, that is. Zach, what is it about Brenner? What does he need? What does he want? I think How he can needs, we support him properly? I think he needs exactly what he got there, which is some movement, maybe get to the touchline, and he'll be waiting there <laughs> in the box. Uh, he never gets those balls. I mean, good for him for getting that goal, because before that, I was, you know, I was turning into that guy. He ever. had, yeah, he had some, like, he's making a run and he'd receive the ball and it would just bounce off the back of his heel <laughs> or and things like that, or like... You got he's got someone one on one and all right, this is a thirteen million dollar Brazilian brenner. <laughs> and he cannot, for the life of him, get a yard of space to even make a pass. He just like freezes. I don't know what it is. And then he had another run and Lucho didn't find him and Brenner was disgusted. And I was like, That's his last run for this half, I think. Um but it was a good finish. It was so. a good play, started by our boy, much maligned. Sometimes maligned, sometimes loved. Nick Hagland won a ball back, poked it forward. I don't know, was it Acosta to Barrial? Yeah, no, it was great. And I don't think he's much maligned. I remember last season, remember he came back from COVID? Everyone was saying well, he was great then. Hagland's praises. I think it maybe it was early this season. We're like, this can't, it where can't he, be Hagland. He, I mean, he gave up that one goal in the first 10 seconds where he passed it to the other team. You remember that? <laughs> I actually don't. It's been too long a season, but I don't. I don't doubt what you're saying. Um, what else? First, without fact checking, first goal in the non-barley half for FCC the entire year. We've never scored in each half in a game. <laughs> That's still that record's still uh, going. Um, before that goal, there was Cruz was played in behind on a beautiful long through ball that even our um, sometimes enemy Matt Doyle praise said this. This is up there for pass of the week. Did Cruz fire it straight into their goalie? I can't remember. Or yeah, or something like that. Yeah, but beyond, before the goal, just a lot of, we looked as good as them, but we weren't really threatening too much I, on the goal. I don't remember where our chances fell, like before or after the goal. There was uh, the one where Lucho, he cuts left, 
and you know he's going to cut back right, and he gets the space and almost curls one in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barial cut in from the right side, yeah. put one uh, just inside the near post. Yeah, neither one of those made the highlights, which I thought was yeah that Lucha strange. one especially. I mean, yeah, because if you watch the highlights they put up on FC or on the MLS official highlights, it's four minutes long. They don't show FCC on the attack until I believe the goal. So everything up to then, you'd you'd be led to believe we didn't have the ball at all. Uh, no, I'd say it was a fairly even half. Possession was even. It wasn't just all just kicking it around uh, the back line. Um, we had some big stops from the man Jeff Cameron, who uh, you know, does he even have politics? I've just forgotten all about it. But Jeff Cameron, how about him, Zach? Still good. We just find ourselves. He makes a play. You know, we look around. I'm like, oh, Jeff. Where would we be without you? <laughs> yeah, I think Alex said that last night, and I was like, well, I don't think we get any of those draws that no. he played in. I mean, it's does he dump water on himself? Question with Mayor because his jersey is so soaked. Yeah, must right? Um, you know, you kind of hate to say it, but it's it's our best ever signing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I looked back to like do some old takes exposed on people hating on it. I feel like most of the hate was him as a person yeah um yeah i mean there's a few like he's pretty old and he won't last that's still possible i mean stom's gonna run him into the ground and he's already played a full season but you know when stom played they played 65 games a year so yeah what the fuck Jeff? same 11 every time and uh, uh he's not complaining about playing but you know i'm glad he uh the covid game turned out to be a probably blessing. a blessing yeah <laughs> for sure uh yeah i think it was mostly there was a handful saying he's washed but He's not. Nobody had uh, too many bad things to say about him from the teams he was leaving. Um, but yeah, that's just, you know, that's boring. That's all consistency. We expect that from him. Otherwise, I don't know, first half before our goal, what can you say? I don't really remember too much else going on. It was even Stevens. Both teams had a few chances. Yeah, I thought I we know. moved it all right. I know Alex was complaining, and I think he's right. Cruz was not possessing the ball too well. And when they play in this formation, there is often a large gap from our back line to the offense there um and Kubo I think I think he just gets tired well I complained about him you know making good tackles but not being involved on the offense well he had that fucking great through ball and then he had the ball that played in Atanga late in the game and Kubo should be more gassed than anybody He's still making uh good balls obviously had the mistake but that wasn't like a result of playing too long because I was pretty early in the game. But uh, yeah, I feel like we need, I don't know what we need, but Cruz is just, I'm not sure what, he's kind of just there at the moment. And well, I guess he is a negative after the second half, but maybe, I don't know where this Velo guy plays. Sorry, but I mean, he's new. He wants to make an impact. I think you could play him a little deeper than maybe he likes because he'll make tackles because he's just trying to get on the field. So based on five minutes of play, I could see Cruise him. out below in. <laughs> I mean, do it. I'm not. I I like Alan Cruz a lot, but I could I could see that happening. Him starting the next. I like game, Cruz but, too. Just make it a rotation. Yeah, yeah I mean, sub people in the 65th minute. What's no so one. frustrating is like last night we f- we were competitive. I wasn't feeling like I was feeling like we were okay. Right. I thought the only thing we needed is like this spark, like in the 75th minute. Like do all three of those subs right then. Well, I guess we should talk about the second half because they got the they got the jolt because they subbed in three guys. One of them being uh, Nani, and um, immediately flipped the game 
We, of course, have Cruz under absolutely no pressure. I guess backheeling it to Jeff Cameron, who's 30 yards away. The ball goes 10 yards to Nani. Uh, Zach, I don't know about you. As soon as it turned over watching it live, I was like, oh, we're fucked. On the replay, maybe because the camera's on the other side, it looks like we had more of a chance. Maybe yeah. to slow him down. What I was thinking is, I thought Cruz could have clobbered him. Yeah, he kind of belatedly tried to slide and take him down, but it didn't really... Kubo would have fucking clobbered him. Just yeah. take him down. Don't give him a chance. Uh, and it... I thought he would. Like that. That's what anyone would do. <laughs> but yeah, that was <laughs> no. one of the worst... One of our worst giveaways you'll ever, <laughs> you'll ever see in your life. And so and useless. Just, yeah, and didn't... Yeah. There was no reason he could have trapped the ball, stopped, turned around, looked like no one was coming after him. There was no pressure on him. I don't know. It hurt. It hurt in every way. And um, once they scored that goal, they had we were the ones under attack. 80 minutes on or something, we finally got a foothold a little bit back in the game. But I hate how immediately flips and you're like, oh, great, don't lose. You know, until the final whistle blew, I, I was thinking the worst. And I mean, they had some really bad shooting. Yeah, first half, too. Yeah, they were just like skying all these. Um, Joe Jow, second half, makes a run, cuts inside. And uh, I don't know who I was saying it to, but he seemed determined. He's like, I am not skying this one. And if you watch closely, I've never seen someone so over the ball. He's (laughs) like, I am not sailing this. And he hit it with a little bit of pace, but straight at the keeper. Yeah. In that second half, there was one with... We had like a really kind of neat build up. And it ended up with Cruz, who he's just like... It's like he's doing limbo. He's leaning back so far and tries to <laughs> curl it with his left foot and skies that over the top. We had the one also that ended with uh, Kubo from way outside taking a rip. I think yeah. Acosta had been blocked. I mean, that was crying out for a goal in this situation. But yeah, we got into some good places. We just fucking, uh, we, can't, we can't put it together. And Brenner was involved in a lot of those. Um, he was just too soft in the first half. Not to sound like a... Yeah, no, he is. I was just like, oh, you're so, you're so soft. And he's going down, not like to even win a foul. He's just, he's bounced off the ball pretty easily. He just looks like such a gentle creature out there. But he'll do the thing like he was on the far side from where we were, so the near side on the camera where you know he'll he'll do a turn and like cut loose, and you're like, yes. The last game, the Red Bulls game, he had this like back heel pass, the opposite of Cruz's. It was beautiful and necessary, and you're like, yeah, okay, yes. And I was joking to you guys that it was like, that's just him being Brazilian. That's That part's a given. Everything else he needs to be better at. But, you know, he did score. He's up to four goals. <laughs> not a lot, but for us, that's that's progress. But, uh, you know, when the ball came straight to him in that split second, I, I wasn't confident. So I'm glad he, you know, he hit it. He hit it perfectly one time. And you could say, yeah, of course he makes that shot. But if you watch this team, nothing is a guarantee for this team. So kudos to that yeah we had the subs come in uh Vermeer gets hurt look like a non-contact some sort of muscle injury he comes off TT comes on to a rousing ovation Zach you think that hurt Vermeer he understands hey man they're just trying to hype him up yeah I don't think it would have hurt him he got like he got an ovation mid-game during that first half because he had made that good save and then he went to collect a ball um yeah you know he could convince himself that they're cheering for him <laughs> Um, we joke so much for, uh, about Vermeer and his amazing feet. And, uh, you know, it is. It's overblown and not really that relevant. But then TT comes in, you're like, oh, TT hates his feet. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not sure he played uh, a dead ball or a ball that he collected. Did he play any of them short? No. I feel like he booted every he, single he one. He waved everyone away. And, you know, he's coming in 
I assume if he starts a game, you know, he'll have instructions to play the ball short, whatever. So I'm, I, you don't want somebody coming in ice cold as a goalkeeper in a game and trying to make passes he's not comfortable with. Yeah, sure, just boot it down. But, you know, in Vermeer's defense, it was a stark contrast when he came in and immediately just booting long balls. It was a little bit of a throwback, and uh, I didn't dislike it. Even yeah, I mean, I, we didn't really control many of them. I kind of think the, the entirety of the fan base is kind of all right back on uh, the Vermeer train here. He's had some really good saves. He's not made any like wild mistakes. I think we're all fine with him now. Yeah, I took, and now he's gone. I, yeah, I was I was hurt. I was I was labeled uh, toxic toxic fan for posting. That's a funny gif after he spilled mid game. You just comment as the game's happening. You know. It's yeah, I mean, not- no, he's done some weird stuff. There was a save in the the midweek game where he comes out and makes the save, but he really. He made himself as tiny as possible and like kind of got lucky. <laughs> there was a save last night where like he kind of dives rolled, over the ball. Yeah, he rolled over to, it. Has to like, reach his arms down. Tommy G had to note it. I think, oh, kind of rolled over the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was the one when he was. Go in. Yeah. When he was like legit sucking, I was the one saying at least he's entertaining. So, I mean. Yeah. I think we I both will, were. I will like, take no. <laughs> no insults of my Vermeer fandom or lack thereof. But, you know, if it's TT, I don't feel. It'll be good to give him a chance. Yeah, he didn't really do anything to lose it except for be hurt. Yeah, we said we're we're along for the ride. The, um, the Black Bartez. Glad he got some playing time. Next game is until next Wednesday, so a long time in between games. So we'll see the exact same starting lineup, I guess. Because no, I think the French guy will be in. We should talk about that that play at the end, Zach. Um, we win the ball back and a nice one-two with Velo Valon. Him and Kubo, he played a nice ball, laid it back off to him, and Kubo plays a fantastic through ball of which you'd be not crazy to think that was offsides watching it live to a streaking Atanga. One-on-one with the keeper. Plants his left foot hard in the ground. He's going to push the ball out to the right to go around the keeper. A worthwhile endeavor, a move that I would think anyone would make in that situation when the keeper comes out because then he's got a wide-open goal. Unfortunately, when he goes to push the ball out, misses it completely, goes into the keeper, and uh, they cleared out for a corner kick. Zach, I honestly was in, just in shock we got such a good chance late in the game. I thought I w- wasn't expecting anything that clear cut, and there it was, one-on-one with the goalie. It really says it all. Did you see my Joe Jow gif? He couldn't believe it either. Not that he could talk I too much shit. Was that clip actually from then? It was literally right after that. <laughs> Stom getting his Marvin Lewis on with the the clapping. The clapping will make it all better. Uh, but yeah. that hurt, and you could tell uh, it hurt Atanga too. Yeah, my, my man like, was sad. It's like I get it. I think he's waiting, kind of what you do like on a penalty. Like you try to hold off and see, like wait till the keeper goes down or something, then dink it around. He waited and waited and waited. And, uh, yeah, he could have done it a second earlier yeah. and just had a pretty good angle, but. It's going. He's running full speed. Everything's harder. He's freaking out. He's one on with the goal. He's probably shocked. He's not offside. Which, if you saw my clip, I stop it. He was definitely hundred yeah. percent onside. Yeah, I mean, we've said about him since day one. Like, he seems good. You know, he's got flashes of like some real good. skill, Goodness. and uh, and he's fast as fuck. But he does. It seems to be like a panic. It's yeah, not. That was sad. Cool, calm, and collected. But yeah. Oh, wouldn't it have been great? For him, <laughs> yeah, extra time. Oh it would have been really hard for them to come back and tie it. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm really picking nits here, and I don't. I'm not actually blaming him, but Acosta dead tired. 
it looked like a situation. A guy's through on that. You just wait to see what happens. I understand. But as the balls goes through, Lucho's kind of just holds up and watches it all unfold, which, again, is something you see every single time. But if you stop it right when Atanga gets the ball, if Lucho just keeps running with him and goes to the side, yep. there's no one over there on that side. No. And he could have, he's just taps it to Lucho for a wide open goal. And I was like, you know, they don't, how often does that happen? But like, it would have it would have worked. And I is, get that he was gassed, but yeah. And in that situation, I think Atanga gladly passes the buck. Yes. But yeah, if you go watch it, right when he gets the ball, see where Lucho is. They're almost even. I mean, he's just a little behind him. Atanga's much faster, but yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. giving him that option, maybe it would have made the goalie freeze another second. Yeah. I don't expect he would have done it, but it's just one of those things where like, God, if he would have sprint. Yeah. But again, yeah, 95th minute. Maybe if Brenner's still in. Was Brenner still in? Did he get subbed out? I can't remember who this all took those three subs. But you would hope someone like Brenner as a striker who's up there too would be sprinting up there with Atanga. But I don't know. Maybe where was, where was Vasquez? He, he was like not even in the scene. So anyway, it's no one else's fault. It was a no, great it's ball. Just some, He's it's in just on goal, unfortunate. wide open, and he flubbed it. Lucho could have thought he was offside too. Like yeah. half of the crowd probably did. But unfortunate that would have been a way to finally get the three points at Nip on Nip. Sure. Yeah. Nippy Teak. Unfortunately, no. 1 1 draw again. Zach can't stop drawing. Orlando's the second place team in the East. So, in a vacuum, not a bad result. But after watching the game, we could have gotten a win. And, you know, we need to start getting some points because yeah. we're not really crawling up the standings no. this and way. Those are the ones. Time. Those are the ones that hurt. You know, we could take all the draws on the road if we could just get that Columbus win, get this win. Wins it. You know, I feel like we deserved almost. It just it sucks to have this substitution situation at in like the 89th minute. Yeah, it was almost like, like he was trying to kill the game off by waiting so long. It's like why just, else would you sub just that so late? It's so fucking frustrating. And like someone posted this on Reddit, and I was feeling the same thing. I said last night, it was like this is like getting a 20 cent tip. It's like insulting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's better just don't even give us anything. Are you trolling? Like if you're not playing for the tie, there's no other reason to sub that late. Yeah, the and the subs, it wasn't, Stanko's not coming in to, like, see it off. It was just, I think No, they bizarre. were, like, offensive yeah. subs. And then we almost scored. It's yeah. just insane. And then, like, yeah, like I said before, someone was saying, that it's not Stamp's fault that Cruz gave it away and Otaga didn't score. But fuck, man. It is his fault <laughs> yeah. that we didn't have these fresh legs for 15, 20 minutes. And it's just fucking bizarre. It is quite strange, but uh, next time and. It's a must win. Everyone's saying it. It's finally. It's this or nothing. If I'm out there playing for Orlando and I see Atanga and Vasquez, who, you know, they don't know who they are, but <laughs> they come in with 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes left, you're bummed. Yeah. Because they're going to run around like crazy. Well, if they come in with two minutes, you're like, I think I can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> and they almost didn't. Can he take us higher? Yap, stop. Down to one last breath after draw. Ponders. What's this life for? Let's move on. Let's get positive. FCC Man. of the week. I think I skipped it the last two times, but, uh, you know, two draws. Can't be too mad at the players. They're going out there. They're giving it their all. Zach Brenner with the only goal of the last two games. Um, Jeff Cameron doing his thing. Lots of choices out there. You want anything out of left field or are you going to make some? I don't think it's out of left field, but I'm, I'd give it to Nick Hagland because, you know, he's mm. thrown into right back. I'm sure he's played there in his career, which I have not followed. Um, 
But I think he's doing pretty good. And especially like that first home game where he was at right back, he felt like, man, we can't attack down this side. But he was pushing up. He threw he some was. he threw some crosses in. Even against Nani, like he got burnt maybe only one or two times and nothing came of it. He kept the pressure on always. Uh no didn't get nutmegged. Um He knows what he's capable of. He's not playing outside of his skin. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I thought it was good. So I'll give it to him. It's just exciting. Anytime one of the big guys from the back comes forward. Viasia had a couple times crossing half field. I'm just like, go, go, go. Yeah, and that was a I mean, I liked it, but especially in the first half, he had to. They're trying yeah. to play it short out of the back, and then he's got nothing. Nowhere to go. So he's just like, fuck it. Puts his head down, starts. Yeah, they become charging. the midfielders yeah. we crave. Yeah, who else? Nick Haglin in the first first half made a darting run full field down the middle and uh they didn't get the ball played to him and i was like hey man the big man makes a run you've got to respect that by playing him the ball even if it's not the right thing to do you got to um sure i won't even argue because i don't want to turn on my brain nick Haglin, go ahead you can be this week's fcc of the week i know nick would never let his baby on the field or would he as a sub i wouldn't Um, go get him just leave him. Let, Let the go. chips fall where they may. Yeah. Um, not the man of the week. Oh, I almost skipped it. FCC doghouse. <laughs> I already know who I'm putting in the doghouse, uh, so I'll go first. Alan Cruz, you've been there before. You got out of Stom's doghouse, but now you're in mine. The worst pass of the season for FCC. You know, I say that. I don't know if I can be positive. I'm sure we've had a few other. No, it was... Uh, Nick Haglin, man. It was like the third game of the season. It could have been against Orlando for all I know. And we're all like, all right, we're going to turn it around. And uh, he goes to like, pass it back to TT and uh, gives it right to the other team. They score. It was like within like the first 10 seconds. Yeah. Do you remember that? It sounds right. <laughs> I might have blocked it out. I will say the thing about the Cruz one is the unnecessary back heel. Like he's not even looking. <laughs> and it, you know, kind of caused... <laughs> The entire thing. It's like one thing to make a bad pass, but this was just like so careless and so dumb. And plus, maybe uh, maybe the wife is getting to me because she's just been so down on Cruz lately. She's like, what does he do out there? And, uh, you know, he's he scored that Portland back heel, and he's got back heel fever. He can't... It's like he's either scoring in the first five minutes of a game or he's getting lost. But, uh, you know, he can still be a valuable member of this team. But for now, he's in my doghouse. Zach, you want to put anybody else in? Just maybe teach him a lesson. Um, I'll throw Stam in the doghouse. That fucking 89th minute triple sub. <laughs> I just think it's what a fucking dickhead move. And then... Uh, you see Laurel had a tweet like, it may have come late in the game, but Stam did use all five subs. <laughs> yeah, are, is she fucking joking? <laughs> it's hard to tell. I can't read her tone very well on Twitter. <laughs> the keeper had to come out. <laughs> So give me a fucking break. And then the other week when he subbed Barial is because Barial asked to come off. Yeah. So, Barial was not happy last night. He was pissed to come out. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be Joe Jow personally, but uh, I saw Matt Doyle had a tweet about Yop's substitutions or lack thereof. So it's like, whoa, it's catching on. Either he's just reading our tweets or notices what's going on. But either way. Yeah. And I appreciate it. It's a I, thing now. Certainly Steck is seen it all over social media and like she asked in the nicest way possible basically like not a lot of squad rotation this week but uh (laughs) okay zero and three the starters did really uh put a big effort in and he's like 
that's when he came out with that bullshit. Like, when I played, we played 65 games a year, so I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, you guys also ran 10 miles an hour slower. But he also mentioned that coming up, there's going to be a lot of games close together. And I was like, well, that's that was what was happening now. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I know it's going to be even worse. So then you really have no choice. But like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And like, again, no, you don't need like wholesale rotation, right? No, and we're just asking for subs earlier yeah, in the game. That's, and that's the main thing. It's like, all right. Obviously, like consistency is good. And, you know, when you're watching other leagues, you expect a pretty similar starting 11 all the time. If you find your yeah. team, you stick with them. But fuck, man, you got five subs. It's hot. And we hadn't scored a goal in two games. So it's yeah. not like I got to run these guys back out. It's just, I don't know. I think he's on some petty bullshit. That's what I think. But well, let's I think call everyone it, Let's so. call it Yap Watch because that's what we're talking about. Yap Watch. Zach Gerrard's gone. Obviously, Gerrard's the one who brought him in. Already knew him. Dutch. New guy bringing in. Assumedly not Dutch. Strangely enough, I'm going to say this is the coldest his seat has been all year. Because I am convinced he'll be the coach the entirety of the year, one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. Like So, with Gerrard gone, they're going to let him do this. They're going to bring in a guy who's going to be evaluating Yap. Even if he knows the whole time Yap's not staying, or maybe he is if he turns it around. But his contract's up in December, so I don't think he's going anywhere. They're not going to pay him to leave. They're just going to let him coach the rest of the season. And, you know, whatever. That's fine. It feels like we're already <laughs> punting towards next season anyways. But, uh, yeah, so strangely enough, you'd think his seat would be the hottest because someone new's coming in. But for, as for this season, Yap, you get to do do your thing for the rest of the season, I say. I think I think I say and I think so agree or disagree no I agree the only thing I could see happening are you allowed to talk about uh a secret I could allude to it <laughs> well it doesn't matter <laughs> I was just gonna say if he does that presentation I could see Stan murdering him and quitting yeah, a rage quit is a possibility if eventually the team has to step in and say hey you need to make substitutions and you need to rotate the squad a little more. I don't know if you can tell, but Stom definitely seems like a my way of the highway guy and also a deflect blame guy. So this would be a good chance for him to, if, if he knows he's gone, he can either try to build this team up so he looks better or quit now and say, I did the best I could, but I was hamstrung by the GM with the fifth highest salary. But uh, I don't know. So yeah, I think that that's a possibility that he quits. I just... I mean, and you know this too, teams with less talent can find a way to get good results. And I think we have the talent. That's why it's all on him. I mean, there's no way he stays. And the players yeah. are trying. Yeah. They're not like, he's not gonna, they don't look like they've quit. We're not going to get in the playoffs. And I think even if we did, he's gone. I think maybe he'd be, <laughs> we'd have to win so many games that you'd be like, wow, some something would have had to really happen. We couldn't luck into all those results. Like when... Uh, we blew the game at Montreal and you're like, we scored all those goals. And then I was like, yeah, but you know, if you go through them one by one, it wasn't like we're this dominant playing style. It's hard to imagine, you know, the team kind of is what it is. And especially now with the players we brought in, I don't see big, big changes on the horizon, but uh, you know, it was an enjoyable, great weather, <laughs> enjoyable game. My main, my main complaint last night was just those subs. Cause I thought, yeah, we created chances. We were not shooting 
incredibly well. He said some weird stuff too, like, you know, maybe if we have more time training, we don't really get to practice things like that, but we talk about it, like about <laughs> Brenner's goal. It's like, it's good to see, like, you know, we talk about doing that, but what? We, don't, we don't get as much training as we need on it because we have so many games. You talk about what? Passing it to yeah, the middle. Getting it, <laughs> getting it deeper and then crossing it? Yeah. Then, what are you talking about? <sighs> what a strange man. <laughs> uh, I will say, you know, on a more down note, when that goal went in, I was sad, you know, I kind of sat back in my seat, but I didn't feel that. <laughs> I was just like, of course, <laughs> it's just like inevitable. The goal happens, I disassociate and I move on. So I, I long to be back in a situation where they score and I'm like, unbelievable. Yep. But right now, quite believable. The draw for uh, supporters tickets for the Columbus game. I did that. Don't know if I got tickets yet. We'll see. Uh, did I miss that? Mm, that was a supporters thing, but. Oh, oh right. I would hope I get two tickets, you know. Um, I need to make my shirt if I can go. What was your shirt? Mother Teresa and Gandhi and pre-court. And <laughs> <laughs> I need a fourth one. I'll put that up on Threadless right now. Uh, moving on, Kevin. I bet you have some thoughts. Kevin's Your boy, Gerard's gone. Blood on your hands. If you listen to the Twitter spaces, all I did was accuse Kevin of putting a man out of work. This is a man's livelihood, as Pat Brennan would say. And you helped cause him to lose it. He's derelict on the streets, probably immediately going back to some team in the Netherlands. Zach, I would say, was the writing on the wall for Gerard when he... uh you know, seemed really upset that we had to fire Ron. <laughs> Did not seem on board with it at all. <laughs> Remember that press conference where he was just kind of like, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. I don't know. Culture is yeah. different here. But he was not, not yeah. about that life of firing Black Pete. Uh, Kevin, what do you got to say? Say it now and say it proud. FC Cincinnati moves on from general manager Jared Nijkamp and this is a positive move. This is what you want to see if you want to be optimistic about the future. Look, it's clear Nightcamp wasn't working out. I think anybody who can tell you the difference between Gam and Tam could tell you this guy wasn't quite doing it. But that doesn't mean all hope is lost. A new general manager can come in, evaluate Stom, and make some smart moves with the existing roster to make this a competitor quickly. If you do not want FC Cincinnati to be a losing franchise, this was a positive move. You want to see the team make decisions to make themselves better when things aren't going well. And son of a gun, that's exactly what they did. I'm not going to gloat, but I am happy to see that the team is making good, positive decisions for the future, and that's what all of us ultimately want. Playoffs in. Oh, baby. Let's wrap things up. Popery. Potpourri, potpourri, like I said, the weather, the teak, so so scared, hot and humid, but tell you what, sun was covered up, not too bad, occasionally a breeze, Zach, you couldn't ask for better, what better, Zach, be- Zach, Zach, you couldn't ask for better weather at the teak, could you? Maybe a little cooler. No, that's good, that's good. <laughs> Great that's weather. Um, you know, I am Mr. Rag on the concourses, first time ever, 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 ever 
ever I used the bathroom during a game. I will say it seemed a normal sports weight. I went left, as Zach decreed on the previous episode, and not a big issue. Refilled the cup that we sneak in every time. One issue, you know, I can't complain too much since I use the same cup. Ice machine. No ice. Three self-serve units. Jeff! I'm about to be birding out unless you can make sure there's enough ice stocked for the cup that I bring in. Uh, Zach, did you leave your seat during the game or did you showed up a little late? We're talking concourses here. No, I didn't have to do any of that. Okay. And I also noticed it was not as crazy crowded in the concourse. I don't know if the attendance was any different. It looked about normal. It's hard to say with all those club seats. Who's up in a box? Who's who's you know enjoying the fruits of their labor? But uh, yeah, so I guess things are improving. I have to give credit where credit's due. I don't know if it's full sale improvement, but it's a little better. So we're getting there. We're, next season, we're making progress. Next season's our year. And if I get tickets one way or another to this Columbus Crew game, I'll be judging. Lower.com field harshly, and I'll be going over every detail with a fine tooth comb. You better believe that. Um, baby, be, on the oh, god, I'll be missing our next home game. Matt Swedan and his wife Tara will be there. Hope they know what I'm all about. He's a listener. Yeah. <laughs> um, Popery, anything else game or not quite game related? No, 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 I don't think so. Um, what else? The baby ran on the field. I've been following soccer in some capacity for quite a few years. Zach, have you ever seen a toddler running on the field? I think it's the first for me. No, I've not. <laughs> great, great, great for everyone around. And now the baby on the field would be a, a thing for years to come. Just like, wasn't there like a squirrel on the field or something? Ten years from now, you'll see him on the big screen. Yeah. Remember this guy? It'll be like any time like a Nirvana Nevermind anniversary comes around. It's like, remember that baby dick? That's me now. That'll be the baby. Feel old yet? Buzzfeed. Um, what else? What else? Ope out. Huge success. You know, not every week is Ope out, but you can wear your Ope out shirt every week. If you're an XXL and you're out there in the world, there's a few more for sale. Get yourself an Ope shirt. They're still on the site. Zach, what's next? What's next for this? For you, this world, this team? It's getting more masky out there. We've really been through it all. Yeah. yeah. Coming full circle. <laughs> I don't think uh, DeWine's brave enough to go backwards. So, you know, we'll be at full capacity for all these games, but could get a little more masky in the concourses. Yeah, for sure. I might get a little more masky. I took the kids to Kings Island. Well, me and my wife, I should say, mostly her, took them to Kings Island uh, last Monday. Went inside to the formerly scooby-doo ride which is now like the boo blaster game or something i walked in there six rows of people in this tightly condensed uh, non-aerated room and that's when it hit me again like oh yeah i'm feeling weird right now so i might have to go back to it again they're popping up a kroger folks remember if you want a kalar ramen scarf and you haven't been vaccinated yet and you're looking for that thing to get you pushed over the edge get a vaccine this week I'm not talking. If you already have one, fuck you. We get it. Get over yourself. But if you get one anytime from here on out, if you haven't been vaccinated yet and you get it, you got a KLR ramen scarf coming your way free of charge. So just let me know. Okay. Go get your vaccine. What's the worst that could happen? A headache for a day? Fuck off, bro. Just go do it. Go do it. Um, 
Should we just do final thoughts? I don't have anything clever to say. Just another week, you know? We got to keep talking about this team, whether we want to or not. Sometimes it's draining, sometimes it's not. Tell you what, Zach, imagine that Wednesday game was the Saturday game. Oh, yeah, that'd be The rough. Red Bulls game? <laughs> like, I, I literally... I wouldn't have showed up today. Literally nothing to talk about. We could have done that. Hey! <laughs> Welcome to Red Bull Radio. Forget about it. <laughs> Frankie and Maya, what a great haircut. <laughs> he looks like one of us. Nice. A, a Goomba. Nice fucking headball, Frankie. <laughs> oh, Florian Valo. Florian Vallet. Fuck you. <laughs> God, that'd be, wow, an hour of that. <laughs> that'd be a rough one. Uh, but can you imagine Nick's? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, forget a, forget a, forget a, <laughs> hey, forget about it, eh? <laughs> My sticks and skates. Goomba! Something to look forward to. Final thoughts. Thanks for open out. If you oped out, if you didn't, go to hell. But we have way more listeners than ope outers. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> you jerks! Zach, final thought. Jesus, what the fuck? This is your fourth final thought. No, yours. I got nothing. Um, Amelia, what's good? Did you wear an ope gear? Because you didn't tag yourself in a picture. How would we know? What's Cody cropping? So we'll see you next in two weeks or something. All right. To play us out, Sting. Goodbye. Things that we've been through yeah. Could have fallen, but we only grow yeah. So I made my house a home with you Bright air, and it feels brand new. Used to live inside a lie with you, and now we're honest, and it feels so good. Oh. Hello, 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 I see clearly. So long, been scared to show up my feelings. Hello, 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 got no meaning. No, I really see it. I know that look inside my eyes means always, even if we fall apart. Flight. That flight. Seven years have really, really flown by. Swoosh. I know that look is a